in our Property Today segment, we were joined by the wolf of real estate, Mohanad Alwadia, along with Sadiq Farid, who founded and is CEO of Smart Crowd. We find out exactly how people can get into the real estate market with just 500 dirhams. Plus, what are some reasons people actually lose out when it comes to real estate here? This is Property Today on the Agenda with Morass and Dubai Properties. You are listening to The Agenda and Property Today. It is a segment we are very excited to relaunch because I want you to cast your mind back to July the 4th. Georgia Tolley was speaking to our guest who joins us in the studio currently about property. Mohanad Al-Wadiyah, who's known as the wolf of real estate, was in the studio to discuss everything that was happening at the time and was able to offer some advice on what people should do with the property market here. In fact, one of the points that really resonated with people is he pointed out that in general, buying is better than renting here, but went on to say that in some cases, buying a property to live in doesn't necessarily mean that is what makes financial sense. My message to everybody who's listening, you have to buy a property, either to live in it or as an investment to make it a second source of income for you, uh, which is something very important. Everybody should have multiple sources of income. Now, going back to my point, let me just give you an example uh, of somebody who wants to uh, buy a property in downtown Um, to live in it instead of wasting their rental money. Buying that property in downtown will cost them around, let's assume it's around 10 million dirhams, right? Okay. It's a very prime. Big number. Yeah, beautiful unit facing the Burj. Amazing unit. Now, renting it will be in the range of around 300,000 dirhams. So if you do the math, that's around 3% of your investment. Add to that the transactional cost and the annual service charges, which is something we have to talk about, and everybody should be aware of all of these factors. So you will really end up saving around 2% of your capital, right? Now, let me give you the other scenario. How about you take the same 10 million dirhams and you invest it in Dubai. There are opportunities that get you up to 7% ROI, return on investment. So that's 700,000 dirhams a year, right? Net. What you do then is you pay the 300,000 dirhams and live in your dream property, in downtown, and you pocket 400,000 dirhams as an extra second source of income for you. So uh, this is just a very rough example. But the majority of the time, yes, don't waste your money or rent. But my message to you, as I mentioned earlier, even if you're going to live in a rental property, like the example I just mentioned, you must think of investing in real estate. Because right now, with what's happening all over the world, the inflation, uh, all the instability that we are, we are witnessing globally, I think real estate is definitely the best option, the best asset class that people can actually preserve and protect and grow their money. Now, we enjoyed this advice and having Mohanad in the studio so much. Back by popular demand, he's decided to join us once again and grace us with his presence. Mohanad, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me back here. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, actually, just listening to that clip made yeah. me feel, it put a very nice smile on my face. <laughs> it's so true. Come on, everybody yeah. listening, you should start uh, buying properties either for an investment or to live in it. Uh, but don't sit and just wait. You know, uh, there are great opportunities. And uh, I always say that the best, uh, uh, you know, the smartest people, they're the ones that can capture the right opportunity at the right time. Mm. And I think that's key because you say everybody must invest in property. And let's be honest, there will be people out there who are grumbling a little bit at that sentiment because maybe they tried their luck and it didn't go so well for them. And that actually relates to what we're going to be talking about a little bit later on in the True. show. We will come to that. But why certain people and why certain situations people do manage to lose in the property market here and what they can do to avoid that situation. Um, I do want to, it's so nice to have you back.
back. I want to start with a couple of news headlines and stories that have been catching our eye. And the first story that you wanted to touch on actually today is the Central Park launch by Maras in CityWalk, which I understand sold out really quite quickly. Oh, my God. You what happened? You should have seen what happened. Uh, I was actually there. Yeah. Uh, everybody was there. I think um, they had more than more than 10,000 people, which is, by the way, almost five times the units they offered uh, to the market. They had over 200 units. Um, everybody was there uh, ready to yeah. buy, which is a great testament to how much um, demand there is in Dubai and how amazing you know, the opportunities are. Uh, I, I remember also I, um, I met a lady who flew from France. People are fr- flying from over market to come here and just, uh, you know, invest in the land of opportunities. And um, Miras, as you know, as always, uh, it, it never fails to impress and they always deliver amazing uh, uh, projects. Uh, City Walk is a great destination. Uh, it's one of my favorite personally. And Central Park uh, is just uh, so amazing. You know, it's just a beautiful project with a lot of greenery, amazing value for money. It really captures the essence of the Dubai urban plan, the 2040 urban plan, talking about, you know, uh, green spaces. And I always say people don't buy real estate, they buy the lifestyle. Mm. And that's what Central Park was. So in a nutshell, they launched uh, the project and people were just, so excited. Uh, oh, as I mentioned, five times, you know, the uh, the number of the units available. That actually takes me back to the sort of the old days of when the property market here had first launched and you saw those lines out the door, especially yeah. when it came to Imar properties at the time and just people yeah. scrambling to be able to get a token just to get in the door. Uh, Miras did it in a more stylish way, more mm. organized way. And uh, everybody felt very comfortable. Yeah. You know, I, I personally don't like the lines and the queues and all of that, but they did it in a very professional manner. So everybody was happy, even the people who didn't buy, they yeah. were disappointed, but they felt they were respected and treated very well. Yeah. And that's what we expect from Miras anyway. But it was so amazing. In, in, in less than two hours, they sold out. Uh, I wanted to get a unit myself, by the way. I was, I was there uh, with, with uh, my team and we were uh, representing eight clients there, uh, pre-registered, of course. Um, just for the people who are listening, the prices were starting from um, as low as 1.4 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are units facing the Burj, the one beds, and they go up to uh, three beds, which go up to 3.9. Okay. Uh, there were also uh, penthouses, because people in Dubai love also luxury, uh, which were going for almost 27 million. Everything got sold out. Uh, and I'm not surprised, you know, um, especially just, just for the people who are listening. This is part of 12 buildings that Miras uh, is launching in that amazing location. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've launched so far seven uh, buildings and they're all sold out. But the good thing that uh, they've done, and this is something you expect only from reputable master developers like Miras or Dubai Properties. Um, they actually have a very healthy escalation of price. Uh, so people who bought in the beginning got the best deal. And that's about timing. Uh, we were just talking about picking the right time. Then the next phase, they increase the price slightly. And as they go until now, this, uh, this was, I think, the seventh launch. And uh, everybody was so happy. There were people even returning who bought in the first phase, even with the increase, the healthy increase they saw, they saw the opportunity and they wanted to uh, come on board. So for me, that was the best news <laughs> last yeah. week, you know, seeing that. Uh, in the middle of uh, summer where everybody says, oh, summer is slow. It's not true. Last time we spoke about this, uh, Dubai doesn't follow any trend. You know, Dubai is a very healthy market with very strong fundamentals. There's always demand. uh, It's always busy. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I loved it. <laughs> and you were mentioning there about the lifestyle, about how actually, you know, the, the name Central Park, when I was looking at the renders earlier today, you could see such an expansive living space for the community that they seem to have. Correct. A number of parks, skateboarding parks, sort of community facilities. And it's such a contrast to what you see so often in the market here with so many developers that are trying to pack as many apartments in so they can sell as much as possible yeah. within the area that they have. So I always wonder when it comes to these lifestyle communities and commitments that they're making, it must be quite difficult from a financial sense to, to commit to that, really. Of course, I agree with you. But that's something also we touched upon the last time I was here. Um, master developers such as specifically, by the way, Miras and Dubai Properties, because mm. they're part of Dubai Holding uh, as a group, um, they are not just real estate developers. They also have the mandate of shaping up the city of Dubai. And part of the vision of Dubai, the urban plan of Dubai for 2040, is to create these uh, uh, these destinations, uh, places where people will enjoy uh, living and experiencing a, um, a rich lifestyle, you know, with no compromise. And that's why you will find such master developers able to deliver on that because they have the mandate of doing that. Unlike the other smaller developers, which I understand they have commercial mm -hmm. requirements where they try to, you know, think of every square foot, you know, yeah. they can sell and how it works. But um, I think if you're in it for the long, long term and if you want to build a strong brand, you need to think in that mentality. Right. Um, and, and honestly, I was so pleased uh, to see the organization, the way they handled it, the units, the quality. It ticked every single uh, you know uh, checkpoint for anybody who wants to buy a property to live or for investment. It just fit both very well, you know, all requirements of all kinds of buyers. Another area that's catching a lot of or creating a lot of buzz and excitement seems to be Dubai South. There was a, an article that caught our eye over the weekend talking about specifically if you're looking for affordable properties, whether in the rental sector or even to buy. But there was a report by Esteco that sort of pointed out secondary locations with good community facilities, such as those surrounding the Expo 2020 site, saw an increase in demand and performance. So what do you make of this whole Dubai South area? Because people are still sort of waiting for to see what will happen with the old expo site. Um, do you think it's sort of a, a risk still or do you think it's a really good time to get in for a good deal? No, no, it's definitely good. I think there is always a room for uh, affordable housing uh, in Dubai. We have over 1.1 million people commuting every day uh, to Dubai, to work in Dubai, but they cannot afford to live in it. That's why we see a lot of traffic between Dubai and the Northern Emirates. So uh, such an opportunity in Dubai South, I think uh, the news recently about uh, the Expo site turning into Expo City uh, made everybody so happy. I remember personally, I had the encounter with Her Excellency Reem Al-Hashmi, um, who was the champion of, uh, of uh, Dubai Expo. Uh, I remember before uh, the launch of uh, Expo, we gathered all together and she was there talking from her heart, as you know, as we uh, we always recall her doing. And she mentioned something that was very interesting. That was before the launch because everybody was excited what's going to happen in Expo. I was more interested to know what's going to happen after from a real estate point mm, of view. Of course. And she said something I cannot forget. She said, um, Expo is not just an exhibition. This is going to become a city, the younger sister of Dubai and Abu Dhabi. And it's between both of them. So she immediately positioned Expo as a city. Uh, with amazing amenities and facilities. And uh, everybody has visited that. Oh, more than 20 million people visited that site. So um, I think the news about Dubai South and uh, offering affordable housing is definitely good news. I think it's needed. Um, a lot of people, uh, and I heard a lot of people in the news speaking about oversupply. Well, you know what? We have a shortage in affordable housing. 
and the proof is what I just mentioned earlier. A lot of people cannot afford to live here uh, in Dubai because you know there there isn't enough units for them. So Dubai South offers that. Um, there are so many other opportunities uh, uh, for affordable housing, but I think um, we need to put more effort in terms of promoting them and uh, just helping people identify them. And I think um, the news about Dubai South is definitely good news. Right. Mahana, you are with us throughout the rest of this hour, so stay right there in that seat. We are inviting another guest to join us in the studio. And for those of you that are listening and thinking, I'd love to get into the real estate market, but right now I just don't have the funds to do so. We have a little discussion that's coming up about how it's becoming a little bit more accessible for some to enter the real estate. It's been so rare to have guests in studio, and now we are three, and I'm so excited about it to introduce Sadiq Farid, who is the founder and CEO of Smart Crowd. Good morning, Farid. Good morning. Farid. Sorry. Thanks, thanks for having I, me I, here. I joined two of your, your, your names together. Good morning, Sadiq. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. And, and tell us, you know, we were talking about how it is a good idea for people to get in, into the real estate market here if they can do so. But I think a lot of people still feel like it's out of reach, like it's inaccessible. I mean, how much when it comes to getting involved in some of these digital platforms like yours, do people really need to get in on this? Yeah, so this, that's the whole reason we founded SmartCrowd, right? The SmartCrowd mission is to give access to the masses to one of the best alternative asset classes, which Mohana just talked about, which is real estate. It's the largest investable asset class in the world, yet many people struggle to get onto it because, one, and most important uh, restriction is people don't have the capital to buy it, and then you know, having the ability to go find properties and do the proper due mm-hmm. diligence and so forth that comes secondary. So Smart Crowd brings all of that under one roof in a digital platform that allows you to make micro investments for as little as 500 dirhams. You no longer have to wait. We were talking about waiting. Just 500 dirhams. We're actually going to come back to this conversation in just a few minutes, but that's all it takes. If you want to find out more about that, stay with us on the agenda. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. You are listening to Property Today. We've already been getting into it and still with us in the studio is Mohanad Alwadia. He is the wolf of real estate. I haven't said wolf of Wall Street just yet. Yeah, but everybody It's, always, it's always on the tip of my tongue. It just kind of flows straight off, but we're still wolf of real estate here <laughs> in the UAE. You know, I'm so happy that Sadiq is with us because um, I remember the first time we met was um, almost like three, four years ago, right? Correct. I remember I was doing a story in social media and a lot of people were asking me, listen, I only have this small amount of money. Can I invest in real estate? I don't have enough, have enough money. What can I do? Help me. You know, I get all of these messages. And uh, Smart Crowd came into the picture and it was uh, the solution. So I remember I came out, I was like, hello, everybody. There's a company called Smart Crowd. This is what you should do. Just go there with only 500 dirhams. You can start investing in real estate. And it has so many great benefits, you know. Um, you can start having a second source of income. You can uh, diversify because even if you have, let's say, 5,000 dirhams, you can invest in 10 different properties, you know, so you diversify. You don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, it's uh, well managed, so you don't need to worry about the headache of managing tenants and all of that. Um, it has so many great benefits. So I'm happy yeah. the man is here. Uh, it, My work uh, is done. I can go yeah, home. No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sure, I'm sure there are so many questions, but honestly, I'm, I'm excited because this shows how the Dubai property market is maturing. You know, uh, uh, such uh, platforms uh, like uh, REITs and uh, uh, 
uh, crowd investment platforms only enter markets that are well regulated. Mm-hmm. And this is a very uh, great sign that we are on the right track. The Dubai property market, we we're just talking uh, off air about uh, when it started in the early 2000s, right? It's a very young market, but it's maturing very quickly. And the presence of such platforms is a great sign. Uh, it's also great news to all our listen- listeners right now. If you if you ever wanted to invest in real estate and you were thinking you have a budget issue or if you're an employee, you don't know if you can afford it, definitely, definitely pay attention for That's the next That's a very valid point that Mohanna <laughs> just talked about, right? Uh, around regulation. So, you know, RERA has done phenomenal work over the last um, you know few years in terms of putting the, the, the regulations in place. But I would also con- uh, command DLD in terms of releasing a lot of data and transparency. And yeah. that's what brings confidence into the market and institutional capital where REITs, platforms like ourselves, can leverage the data and so forth to not only give people access, but also educate people so they become better investors, smart investors, hence the name Smart Crowd. And Sadiq, let's pull it back a little bit and understand, first of all, fundamentally, you told us a little bit about what Smart Crowd is and what Smart Crowd does, but how is it different from a REIT? Because it is a digital platform. You told us that the minimum to invest in this platform is about 500 dirhams. Give us an overview for people who don't understand REITs or perhaps how this works, about how this all kind of has come together. Sure, it's a very relevant question, a question we get asked a lot, right? So before I go into REIT, let me just back it up and explain in terms of how we structure our deals so you have a better understanding. So essentially what we are doing at Smart Crowd is we're fractionalizing single assets. So think of a, a, a million dirham marina apartment that you don't have money for to buy the entire unit, but you might have 100,000 dirhams and there's ten other people that have, uh, nine other people that have 100,000 dirhams and you qu- jointly come together and buy that property and proportionally each own 10%. However, the way we structure this is we set up a company, an SPV, special purpose vehicle in the DIFC, and each of those 10 people get 10% of the shares in that company, and that company ends up owning the property. That information is registered with the DIFC, and the same company is registered with the land department. So two government entities, stakeholders, have full visibility as to who owns what in what proportion. It. Mm. So that's how we structure that. How is that different from a REIT? So REIT is more of an equity play, right? You don't get the same diversification as you get as a physical hard asset, right? Because equity uh, usually trades in the capital markets, and you know the stock market takes a bit of hit and so forth. You have more correlation to the capital markets, whereas physical real estate, which is a great diversifying tool for anyone to uh, have in their investment portfolio, that's what SmartCard offers, because we're essentially giving you access to physical direct real estate that is not publicly traded. It's not as volatile as what you would find uh, uh, securities that are traded on the public market. That's the fundamental uh, difference. Plus, there's no financial engineering in this. It's all 100% equity, so you don't have other uh, risk associated with that. You're, also, you're only getting exposure to real estate risk. And are people in terms of the rents then, is that then being divided amongst the people who own that property? Absolutely, right? So you're creating a secondary source of income. You're essentially buying rental properties. So we, that's what we give access people to, right? And then uh, we collect the rent. Uh, there's uh, costs associated with that, such so as service charges, property management, property insurance, etc. And then 12th of the month, ding, you get a deposit into your smart card wallet, your monthly income. Yeah, okay. And who is this mostly attracting interest from? On the one hand, we talked there already about people who may not have the funds to buy their own place who decide this is my way to get a small sort of piece of the pie. But on the other hand, maybe there are those who do have enough maybe to buy one of their own properties, but they want something that's a bit more diversified. So I imagine that there's different levels of interest. Yeah, absolutely, in. right? This is this is the beauty of the platform. It caters to so many different people. We have people that send us messages like, thank you, Smart Crowd, you made my dream possible that I finally invested in real estate. I never imagined mm-hmm. I could do it, right? One of the things we talked about waiting to invest because people try to save money, right? Right? Our mantra is 
invest in real estate and then wait, right? And we made that possible. But then we also have people that you know, are affluent, that have good capital, but they're like, you know, I don't want to deal with trying to go and secure a property, find the property, manage it, and why should I have you know, a million, two million dirhams stuck in one property where I can take advantage and build a portfolio where I can buy something in Marina, something in downtown, something in Jilti, because different markets provide different kinds of returns. So not only do you get diversification into real estate, but within real estate, you get further diversification. And just one more question for you. If I, as somebody who cannot afford my own property here in the UAE, went onto your app and I said, okay, I want to get involved in this, how exactly does it work? Do I have choices and selections? Are there different options for me on the app? I mean, what what is my sort of scope of choice? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, you go on the on the website, which is smartcard.ae, uh, for those that are interested. You have to create an account. So we're financially regulated, so we have to comply with KYC, AML requirements, and so forth. Once you are fully registered, you have access to a marketplace. So there you will have choices. Right there you can pick and choose what you want to invest in. There's different strategies in there. There's some different areas that we present. There are studios, one beds, two beds. There could be different areas. It could be holiday homes, long-term rentals, furnished, unfurnished. And you pick and decide what is your focus, how do you want to build your real estate portfolio, Portfolio and you can pick and choose and you can decide how little, how much, and how often you want to invest in those properties. Right. We're going to continue our property discussion with Mahanad, of course, the wolf of real estate here in the UAE, because we're going to be talking about the reasons, the 10 reasons specifically, Mahanad, people lose. Yes, because everybody talks about how you can make money in real estate. We want them to be careful as well to avoid these uh, mistakes. You're listening to Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. You are listening to Property Today on the Agenda. Sonal Rupani with you. Zina Zalamea is going to be in next week. And Georgia Tolly then returns the following week after that. For now, though, I'm joined in studio by Mahanad Al-Wadiya, who is the wolf of real estate here in the UAE. And we're also uh, remaining with us. We've managed to keep him in the studio with us is Sadiq Farid, who is the founder and CEO of Smart Crowd, who is telling us a little bit more about his platform. But now we're going to broaden this conversation out because, Mahanad, I understand understand you wanted to discuss specifically the 10 reasons yeah. why some people manage to lose in real estate. Actually, so. they're the 10 most important reasons. Mm. Um, uh, rarely uh, you find people talking about or warning you about how you could, you know, lose in any investment. Most of the brokers that come on, you know, media platforms or social media, they always preach and talk about how you can make money. So we want to set the record uh, right. And uh, I would like to just mention these points, not because I want to scare people off real estate. Real estate is great. It's God's gift to humanity. Um, And it's a great way to build your wealth and achieve financial freedom. But uh, everybody must be careful because we've heard, we've been hearing stories. I've been doing this for over two decades and I always hear about people who lost money in real estate. So uh, very quickly, I'm going to go through each point and I'm sure most of them will... uh, Every, some people will relate to them, uh, and you're going to find most of them that are, you know, based on common sense. Uh, but common sense is not always very common, so that's why we're going to go through it. The first reason why people lose in real estate is because of the picking the wrong timing. Um, you know, it's it's very important to make sure that you read the market signals, you follow demand and supply trends, and identify the right time uh, to go into the market. Um, and this is one of the questions that we, whenever I meet anybody and they know that we work in real estate, they always ask, is it the right time? You know, uh, it's, it's very interesting that in a city like Dubai, the answer is very easy. Dubai has been doing very well over the last two decades, building its real estate sector, uh, investing in um, building its legal framework to protect all the stakeholders in the industry. But 
today, let's answer the question for today. Uh, the whole world is witnessing uh, political, uh, health, uh, and uh, economical instability. Um, and quoting uh, Warren Buffett, uh, who says, uh, we become greedy when people are fearful, and we become fearful when people are greedy. Mm -hmm. So when everybody is so scared right now about what's happening, especially with very high inflation going all over the world, um, it's very advisable to invest in real assets, real estate, to protect your capital, to make sure you gain capital gain and also get capital, uh, sorry, you get income, which is something we we're talking about in the previous segment. Um, so this is one of the reasons I find that people buy sometimes at the wrong time. Uh, they pick a, a peak and they buy at it. And um, also part of it, which will take me to the second reason is, uh, they don't think of it as a long-term investment. Yeah. They they uh, always think of real estate as a short-term uh, investment. Most of the people I spoke to, they're like, I want to buy off-plan, sell it when it's ready. Uh, can I buy it now and flip it? Well, guess what? Real estate is not made for flipping. Real estate is a long-term asset class. And, you know, when you talk about the timing, yeah. I want to jump in on that and say, because, you know, for a lot of us who don't have that real estate background that both of you have here, you know, you'll go to an expert and you'll say, is it the right time? You said people ask you this all the time. Is it the right time? But how often is somebody whose business it is to be in real estate going to actually turn around and tell you, no, no, actually, no, it's not a good time right now. Uh, so when does that happen? But, when but does somebody tell you truthfully that you know maybe what? it's not it's, the best It's time? actually part of the list of the 10 points. Let's jump to this point, um, which is seeking advice from a professional uh, firm or real estate expert. That's one of the reasons why a lot of people fail because they just go for anybody. And unfortunately, uh, I've been in this market for a long time and a lot of people claim to be experts. Well, you know what? When you want to qualify an expert in real estate, you need to look at their background. You know, it's like when you go seek a doctor, mm -hmm. uh, God forbid, if you need to, uh, you know, get advice from a doctor, you need to look at their academic background and also their experience. I find that, and I think Sudi can confirm this, not all the people who work in the industry here have both. Some of them have some experience, but they're very loud, you know, and they claim that they are experts and very few have the academic background. And guess what? Real estate is a science. You know, you need to study it. You need to work hard uh, in, in order to build your knowledge, to be able and qualified to give proper advice. So that's one of the things that people need to pay attention to. One of the reasons why people lose is because mm. they seek advice from unqualified, uh, you know, so-called experts. I, I think we see a lot of that in the market here that people need to d be discerning about. And that's a really fair point. So when it comes to timing specifically, how do you approach this when it comes to your broader portfolio and being able to buy and sell on behalf of your clients? What are some of the things you keep in mind with timing to make it work? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Warren Buffett as well, too, right? So <laughs> to that, you know, one of the things that he says about is it's not about timing the market. It's about how long you spend time in the market, right? And I think that's very important. And Mohana touches on a couple of good points. You know, when you're making an investment, especially any investment in general, particularly real estate, it has to be a long-term view. And when you're making a long-term view, you're not investing in the present. So don't get overwhelmed or distracted by the noise of negativity or positivity in the, in the, in the present. You need to have a view of what's going to be the future because you're investing for the future. So you gotta, and, but you got to position yourself in a way where you can hold on to that investment so you can ride out the waves and benefit on the other side of it. Right? A lot of people make that mistake by not structuring their investments in a way they take on too much risk that they cannot afford to hold on to if things get slightly bad. So that is a very critical, important point that you need to position. Holding power is something that doesn't get talked about enough when it comes to investments. You want to hold on to your investments so you don't get desperate at the worst possible time. In fact, if you 
plan things better, you can actually take advantage. And that's what we saw happening on our platform during COVID. People that were savvy enough, they're like, this, this platform is fantastic because I don't have to take a, a million dirham bet. I can take a hundred thousand dirham bet that this COVID is a short-term thing and we'll come out on the other side, we'll benefit for it. And a lot of people did that. And they built up a nice little portfolio that's paying them nice little income to, uh, to do that. So you want to plan your investment accordingly that you can have a holding power for the long-term, especially a long-term investment like real estate. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. This is one of those segments where the conversations just continue even through the breaks. We basically don't stop talking about property even over the course of those breaks that we have. We had a lot of interesting uh, points under, under the air, so we need to... Bring Ex- them up later on. <laughs> exactly, exactly that. In fact, we were—I mean—we were talking about that that point about timing. And Sadiq, you were telling us on your platform, Smart Crowd, that you've actually had people who bought at a certain time and have exited at the right time and have really had a good result from that. Yeah, absolutely. The, the point I was trying to make uh, there, right, is uh, you know. Uh, to, to Bohanda's point, you know, you want to be greedy when people are scared and be scared when people are greedy. Mm. During COVID, a lot of people take advantage of the opportunity um, because they were able to afford that opportunity with small amounts of money. And we just did our first exit to show the full investment cycle where you're not only making rental income, but you're also getting capital appreciation. So, you know, this set of 53 investors that had bought into the studio in Marina uh, held the property for 17 months uh, and we just exited for a total return of 40% net of all fees, right? But that's 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 a one-off case, right? We don't want to talk about the returns more so uh, it's about what's the import the importance of having a diversified portfolio because during the same period you know Bitcoin was down some 60% stock market was down 15 20% so that part of your portfolio you know didn't do so well but this part of your portfolio if you had real estate did really well and that shows the importance of diversifying diversifying your investment portfolio and that's why SmartCard was founded to give people that ability and we're talking about certain people that managed to win in the real estate market here. But Mahanad, we're acknowledging that, of course, people yes. also lose in the real estate market here. And you've already given us a couple of key yeah, things to watch out for. We mentioned three. One of them is, uh, as we were just talking about, that the picking the right timing to buy or to sell. The second is getting um, advice from unqualified uh, brokers who don't have the right academic and uh, background and experience, practical experience. And the third point we mentioned is that... Uh, People who get into real estate for quick gains are uh, prone to lose. Real estate is a long-term asset class. Mm. Uh, moving on to the fourth point, um, and I want to focus a lot on this, which is knowledge. Um, everybody, uh, buying a property is the biggest investment you will make in your life. So people should not have an ex- excuse. They need to read about it. They need to get themselves you know, up to date with all the transactional data, what's happening in the market, where are the good opportunities, understand how to pick the right property or the right market. Uh, in, the, in the next episodes, hopefully in the following weeks, I'm going to talk about how to pick the right market. There are more than 20 factors you have to take into consideration when considering where to buy, in which city, in which area. And there are more than 50 factors you have to take into consideration when you want to evaluate any specific property to see if it fits to buy or not. So this kind of knowledge, if it's not available, you are setting yourself for failure. And that's why a lot of people also lose because they have not built their knowledge base. And uh, I'm sure some people will say, where do I get the knowledge? Well, we are living in the Internet uh, era now. Everything is available. Dubai Land Department and RERA have been very active uh, in pushing data in a very transparent manner, manner. So they don't have an excuse. Even if you say, I'm, I'm, I don't trust brokers, there are, as I mentioned, qualified uh, real estate brokers who can give you the advice, but you can also build your own knowledge 
uh, yourself. And this is one of the things that I advise everybody to pay attention to. And exactly, if you have your own knowledge base, then if you do come across somebody who's maybe not the most reliable broker, you have that ability then to have a discourse around it and be able to discern about who you should be able to trust and, and who you think knows what they're talking about. Yeah, moving on, I want to also talk about Another very important factor that causes a lot of losses in real estate or casualties in uh, people losing real estate, um, one of them is just following the herd. A lot of people see that everybody is buying here, everybody is skewing there, then I have to buy there. That's Mm. not always true. You know, you have to look for the right opportunities. Uh, You mentioned earlier Dubai South. We're talking about Dubai South. It offers a lot of opportunities. A lot of people didn't, although we had 10,000 people showing in Central Park, a lot of other people didn't know about it as well. So there are great opportunities that people need to pay attention to. It's not only what you always you know, hear about or what everybody is going to buy into. Um, um, another factor also that people fall for is falling for huge marketing campaigns. You know, I always say the bigger the campaign, the bigger you know, the cost you have to pay for mm-hmm. it. And also uh, when there, you have to do a very huge campaign, that means the developer is trying to justify or the seller trying to justify something. If the product is good, people will queue. We saw that in Central Park. They didn't need to do a huge campaign. And a lot of people showed up and they sold in two hours. Why? Because Miras and Dubai properties are in it for the long term. They've been building communities, delivering great experiences, giving great value for money for people. So they don't need to spend tons of money to get people's attention, right? That actually, I do want to talk about how when it comes to marketing campaigns, but also when it comes to those brochures, everything looks amazing in the brochure. And I have heard enough stories of people who bought into a certain vision that was sold to them with renders and designers. But then when they showed up, the reality was a bit different when they got their keys. Let's 100%. put it that way. Yeah. How do people, aside from, I mean, you mentioned there, having a reputable company or developer to work with in the first place is very important. But aside from that, how can you start to, I guess, question if you're going to get what's being sold to you? Yeah, that, that's, um, um, there are so many factors. One of them is, and it's one of the points I wanted to mention, if people are going to buy off-plan, there are more risk with off-plan than ready properties. Because you don't. it's like buying fish in the sea, mm-hmm. right? But if you're going to uh, buy an off-plan property, my advice to people so that they don't lose, buy only from reputable developers. Right, because they have the track record. You can go uh, answering your question. You can go and visit some of their existing projects. You can read about the feedback of people who bought from them previously. Uh, their contracts will be written in a very professional manner that protects both sides. So, my advice for people who don't want to lose in real estate: if you want to buy an, an off-land property, buy it from a reputable developer, master developers such as Miraz, Dubai Properties, uh, Mar, Nakhil, all of these mm-hmm. companies have um, you know, a reputation that they care about and they have the track record. And that's one of the points where uh, I think a lot of people lose because they buy off-plan properties from unknown small developers that only are in it for the short term, which is another issue. They just want to, they bought the land, they want to sell it, hit and run, basically. Don't buy from these developers off-plan. Wait until it's ready, then you can go see it, examine it, and then you can decide if you want to buy it or not. Just on that one point, if I can add, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, Mohanu talked about, you know, and the, the names that he mentioned are reputable. They're all master developers, yep. right? And that's very important, right? Because they have a vested interest to ensure that they continue to develop that community. So if you're doing your off-plan hunting, look for projects that are mega cities that they're building, right? So Central Park is a big one, right? Seven launch, right? And they still have five more launches to go. So why would, you know, DP will ensure that they continue to deliver on it? And they're not, they're, they're long-term thinkers, right? So they're pricing them accordingly. So everybody makes money because if they make money, guess what? They were ready for the second, third property. Who are they going to go to? 
they're going to go back to Dubai properties to buy another property from them or Miras for that reason. So that's very important. Yeah. Um, two more reasons I want to mention, or actually three the reasons why people lose. One of them is uh, getting a bad mortgage. Uh, so a lot of people don't understand, uh, and I know a lot of bankers might not like what I'm about to say. Most banks only talk to you about uh, the number of years, the tenor, and the interest rate. Mm-hmm. They don't tell you and they don't educate you about all the hidden charges or explain to you what IBOR is. Maybe we'll dedicate an episode uh, in the future about that. But uh, please, if anybody wants to take a mortgage, especially nowadays with interest ri- uh, rates that are rising, be very careful because that's, again, one of the reasons why a lot of people lose in real estate. Um, another um, two more reasons. One of them is opting for uh, a cheap um, insurance policy. And I know not a lot of people talk about insurance when it comes to real estate. But there is a very wrong uh, misperception, you know, uh, or perception in the market where people treat real estate like cars. You know, with cars, if you're buying a new car, people usually opt for the cheapest insurance policy because, God forbid, if they get into an accident, they can take it to the dealer. They'll fix it for them. Mm. In real estate, the cheapest policy is the worst policy. So make sure when you go and buy an insurance policy for your property and everybody should do that, make sure that you get a very good policy because that's a very big investment. You need to protect it. Uh, and I've seen a lot of people lose money because of you know not having insurance or getting a very cheap policy. Uh, the last one uh, I want to mention, and a lot of people uh, lose in real estate because they don't treat it like uh, an asset. They just buy it and think it will. Uh, and there's the uh, concept of passive income, right? They say, I'm going to buy it and I'm getting passive income you know, from it. Hmm. Well, it doesn't work this way. You need people to manage it. And picking the right property manager is very important because that could determine not just the income of the property, can also influence the value of the property itself. Because if that property manager doesn't take care of it, doesn't maintain it well, um, and we can talk about maintenance again in the future, uh, uh, they could actually affect not just the income, but also the valuation. Or they can go for a platform like SmartCrowd where they take care of this for them. But in general, I personally don't like the concept of passive income because there is no such thing as passive income. Everybody has to work and manage their assets and take care of it in order to get the right returns from it. And on on that, just really quickly, is how important is it to have a property manager? Because I think a lot of people would think, okay, I have my portfolio, I can do this myself. Yeah, extremely important. And uh, definitely, definitely, because we're going to be together now uh, with the property talk uh, for so many episodes to come. I will definitely dedicate an episode about the importance of property management. It's extremely important. And as I mentioned, it can impact not just the rental income, but also the value of the asset and how it appreciates in the future. I can't believe that's all we have time for. It has absolutely flown by. Siddiqui, you have one more comment you'd like to make? If you're overwhelmed by the 10 reasons Mohanna said, Come to smartcard.e. We solve all those problems. That's the reason we founded SmartCrowd to begin with. Thank you, Mohanit. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you to both of you. That's the voice there of Sadiq Farid, CEO of SmartCrowd, as you just heard. And of course, our wolf of real estate, our real estate guru here at Dubai Eye and on the agenda, Mohanit Al-Wadiya, who will continue to join us every Monday from 11 a.m. You're listening to Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.